Welcome to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast series. Here we talk about all things franchising. What is it all about? Is it for you? How do you find the best one to own? And so much more. Now your host, Tim Parmeter. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the latest edition of Fran Coach's Franchising 101 series. I am Tim Parmeter, founder and CEO of Fran Coach, and your Franchising 101 host. Today, we are excited to bring you the January edition of our Franchisor Spotlight. In the Franchisor Spotlight, we feature one of our franchise partners, and we're going to spend the next 30 minutes or so getting a chance to take a deep dive, and this one literally and figuratively, into what they are all about. Um, Our featured franchise today is an absolute fantastic one, and honestly, one that I wish I could uh, be a customer of. Uh, They have multiple revenue streams, uh, some of which are recurring, and all are done at the hands of a low investment and very low overhead. Uh, Before we tell you that story, let's tell you real quick who uh, we are. Um, And Francoach is a national search firm dedicated to working with individuals who are interested in owning a franchise. Uh, We are partnered with over 500 of the top franchisors in the country, spanning nearly 60 industries. Our goal is to help clients find the absolute best franchise for them to own. And the goal of the Franchising 101 series is to help educate people on all aspects of franchise ownership. Uh, So that is uh, a little bit about us. Uh, But now let's get to the good stuff and bring our guest in, Um, hopefully on one of these uh, pink flamingo floaties in the background. But we have Mr. Roger Ewart. Um, Roger is the Franchise Development Manager for America's Swimming Pool Company. Roger, thanks for joining us today. Hi, Tim. Thanks so much for having me. Sorry I couldn't get into the floaty, but it was just a little too wet for the microphone. <laughs> that, uh, we, don't, we don't want to electrocute anybody, so I don't know that our uh, insurance is that good uh, here for, uh, for everything. So thanks for, uh, for joining us, and you're uh, coming to us from lovely and sunny Florida. How's, uh, how's everything going with you today? Horrible weather today. I think it's about 74 and sunny. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you're, I'm, and, and uh, today as, we, uh, as we're doing this, I'm right down the street from you. I live in two uh, sunny states of Florida and Arizona back and forth. So it's, uh, it's uh, like fake winter, as I like to call it, when, uh, you know, we might need a hoodie once in a while, but that's about the extent of it in the winter. So that's right. Um, we're throwing on sweaters at 65 degrees down here. Yes. Uh, for, and for everybody listening elsewhere, I, sorry, but you don't have to live where you live. <laughs> you, you, can, you can come on down south, too. It's all good. Um, we've got a, a bunch of stuff we want to talk to you about, man. And uh, I've just absolutely uh, American Swimming Pool Company, and I'm going with ASP because that's a lot shorter. Um, honestly, over the last year, probably one of our, our a little bit of a newer franchise in our portfolio of dang near 600 already. But uh, just had an absolute amazing experience working with you, working with ASP. So very excited to uh, have you guys come on. And thank you very much for joining us. Um, but well, it's been an absolute joy and thrill. And I can tell anyone that's working with you, they've picked the right guy to work with. You're just fantastic. Awesome. The check's in the mail, brother. Um, so No check um, needed. <laughs> the, um, we got a bunch of stuff I'm going to ask you. So buckle up. But um, sure. start with just... It, obviously, ASP, America's Swimming Pool Company, has something to do with swimming pools. But walk us through, maybe from a consumer perspective, um, all of the different services that you're providing and kind of who you're providing them for. What's that look like? Sure. Um, so it all started with pool maintenance, uh, cleaning, 
and and you know chemical balancing <clears throat> the franchise evolved from there uh, for the consumer that just needed basic weekly pool cleaning with monthly recurring payments is how the model works um, all the way to service and repair uh, and obviously then we get into renovations and now we're into construction so the the business has evolved over the last 16 years um, you know and and as we've grown and matured as a franchise or obviously we've got a whole different plethora of support folks we'll talk about later I'm sure uh, in place that are that are um, able to support uh, the franchisee that uh, in the end game uh, make sure that the consumer gets what they need and this uh, this business you know this vertical I'll call it is really fragmented uh, lots of mom and pops they're they're just there's no one that compares to us in the country and what we do hyper organized super professional always wearing branded wear as you always see me in every time we talk mm -hmm. and um, we're just uh, family friendly we do a great job and those people come back our average customer typically for ASP will last seven years so that recurring revenue once you acquire it it's it's in our in our attrition rate is phenomenally low so with that being said it's it's a terrific uh, recurring revenue model with a lot more involved in additional um, revenue streams. Uh, once you gain those accounts, they're going to need to lean on you um, uh, as the the source or all those different items that they need done. Yeah, and and for anybody that maybe doesn't own a pool, it's you may not realize how important this is. But I've last six seven years, the homes I've owned, we've we've had a pool, and I am not a handy do it yourselfer. Um, and having I know the difference between having somebody that you can trust doing that. Um, and the last couple of people I've tried on mine, like literally like once we had a security camera, they, they said they were there, never showed up. Um, one time we caught them, they, they were there, they walked around the pool one time and left and touch it. Right. And if yeah. I was like, if we were, if we were doing this in Arizona, like I literally, I would have like, like you had been out by the pool and you would have seen what it shouldn't look like at the moment. Right. And it can go, it can go south in a hurry without 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 proper care and that's a big expense um from uh, from from having a pool to not have things you know not not have things working properly so um, absolutely so the um so that's all the different services and obviously residential is is a big market but there's more than just residential as customer per, perhaps as well right Absolutely. Every one of our franchisees, Tim, will be certified um, and, and they will be able to work on commercial accounts. And that's after they leave pool school, which, um, you know, we'll probably touch on later. <clears throat> but we want to make sure that we've got uh, every arrow in the quiver for our franchisees, not only to do residential, but also large dollar commercial jobs. It's really a small part of our portfolio. We focus on uh, holes in the backyard. We know that if they if a consumer puts a homeowner puts a, a digs a hole in the backyard, they put a pool in it, there's all these things that won't happen for that pool. It won't clean itself. It won't maintain repair or renovate itself. Right. Those are the things that won't happen. And that's where we fill the, the gap. Yep. Um, and, and we talk about holes, right? There's the, uh, the, the, it is, it is a big hole and it's a, it's a cool process seeing that, uh, done in your backyard. And then again, you want to make sure that it is, it is properly taken care of. Um, big investment. So, yeah, no, without question. Right. And so you've got a, a wide, range of services that you're able to provide right so let's let's now touch on the business model a little bit um just kind of give us an overview you know hey is there just like you know is there, is there an office what kind of staff what do we really look for in an owner so we have um many different um uh, perspectives on how an owner can do it we are not a 
you must have a square uh, peg to fit in that square hole company. We will allow an owner to start out of their home and garage, depending that they can run a business out of their home. Uh, and we also have people who will go into renting a mixed-use space with a storage unit in a small office. You know, we have uh, owners that come in and they want to start the business and run it uh, one man in a truck to begin, uh, or chuck in a truck, we call them, one polars, right? And they want to start out, learn everything about the business, and then grow the routes and hire people as they go. Um, and some end up scaling pretty quickly, and some take their time. Uh, and then I've got guys that are coming in uh, who may have a GC license, and they want to just go all out in this thing and they want to bring in three and four and five trucks. I have a guy I just talked to yesterday with 21 on a crew. So he's wow. not fooling around. He's going to come in hot and heavy and we can handle either or because we've got the folks on, on our team that have done all that. They've done the, the big, huge jobs and, and uh, can handle 15, 20, 30 pools built a year. And then we've got the folks that have uh, also started out as one man in a truck with his wife or however it may work, you know, as a couple husband, wife uh, team. Um, it's a full-time commitment to, to run this franchise. And eventually in two to three years, it can go to semi-absentee with a really well-trained and trusted general manager. Um, and so the business model can start out of the home. It could be run mixed use. And, um, you know, we, we have a goal. I have a goal to get every one of my franchise owners to a million within three to four years. And that's going to require seven to eight trucks. So scaling is what this is all about. We have the plan, the process and procedures, massive checklist company, by the way, if you find your clients are good with checklists, <laughs> yes, you've seen my checklists, right? Uh, I, I have, yes. OCD, you know, about it. And I make sure every candidate is completely aware of every step in the process along the path and weekly call. I mean, we're really tight. Yeah. Uh, and that's the expectation that I set that they should understand that they're going to get that level of support when they come on board. So there's no, no things to be missed. <clears throat> and if they can follow those checklists, all they have to do is rinse and repeat, right? And that's what franchising should be about. When it comes right. to this business, it's a two to three year business that's when the revenues seriously start to kick in because you've got the number of maintenance accounts that you really hope for, hopefully at that point, if you're working really full time in the business and uh, you can be quite happy with where you are, if you can get to the seven or eight truck uh, point. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I love the kind of the, the flexibility. And, and so for every, every person that might hear the, uh, how would you say that the, the one polar, right? Mm -hmm. So sure, sure. Um, person starting out by themselves, somebody may hear that and go, Oh no, that's, that's not me. I don't want to do that. That's, that's great. Bring on, like you mentioned, the other person, bring it, bring, bring on the technicians right away. But some people really like that. And I think mm -hmm. it's one of the beauties of franchising is if, if you are comfortable with maybe what seems like the others, a smaller business and it meets your goals and you're happy. Great. Right. That's fine. That's if right. you want to own a whole Metro market and have seven, some, somebody may be here in seven trucks. I don't want seven. I want 10. I want 15 you can build it and scale it to, to whatever you want. And so much of this is the recurring revenue model. So, as, um, you know, as you, you've mentioned to me in the past, the average customer stays with you for, would you say seven years, right? Seven years. It's incredible. With a, with a very low attrition rate. Yeah. And that's incredible. Um, and you, one of the big things that I think I've been really impressed with, with ASP is like, there is, there's nothing missed with this, with the process and um, the support for franchise owners is overwhelming. Um, and one of the things I like is, so let's say if there's somebody out there listening, like, okay, this is, this is, sounds like a cool business, but I don't own a pool. I, I don't even, I don't know how to swim. I don't know anything about pools. Um, 
could they be an owner? How would somebody that's never done this, right? They're, they're going to be pretty hands-on with this at the beginning. Um, talk a little bit about what's being done to help them with this. Absolutely. And you almost just painted the picture of a franchise that I awarded uh, to this incredible guy came from Wall Street, literally no pool. And I don't think he swims. And he is a very <laughs> successful operating owner this day. Let me assure you, um, there's no swimming required. <clears throat> It'd be nice to be able to stand up in the pool. You don't really have to go underwater unless you're doing, you know, leak checking. And that's something we subcontract out. But no. So, um, you know, we actually prefer when people do not have pool industry experience for one reason, which is we're starting with a, a blank slate. Right. Um, I know that we've had many conversations, Tim, but one of the aha moments when I first came on board uh, some time ago, obviously long ago with the brand, uh, was entering pool school as an observer in the back of the room and the new owners are introducing themselves. And there's a fellow in the front and uh, Chris is his name. Chris said, I've never picked up a power drill in my life. And initially my heart kind of palpitated like, oh my golly, that's going to be easy for this fella. You know, well, what I didn't know at the time is he was the financial investor and marketer. He was not going to be out, you know, the other right. partner was doing real, really the work. Well, by uh, the second week of training, it's a two week training school. And by the second week, I fly, fly back for the second week and um, he is installing pool pumps, uh, heating systems. He's got uh, the, the plumbing going, the electric going, the timers, you name it filtration. And I'm just sitting there going, what on earth? I looked at the instructor and the inst I said, Matt, the instructor, I said, how'd you do that? Uh, you know, did you help him? He said, no, he went home every single night and studied <laughs> and he came in his hotel room instead of going out to the bar with the other franchisees or whatever. And he came back and he, right. he just rocked it out. And this guy turned to me and said, Roger, would do me one favor and take a quick video because my partner will never believe this. <laughs> and I said, you betcha. And that was the, one of the most rewarding. It, it was very telling to me about our support and training. And yeah. so Anybody who thinks that you're going to be intimidated, you got to be able to get your hands dirty and not be afraid. Okay. Right. So there's that. Um, and if you're not afraid to learn it, you know, then we will teach you and you just are, you become the teacher at that point. You're going to have to do some of this stuff to get your expertise level down in order to become the teacher. That's right. our responsibility to teach you. Right. Which, and, and again, I always go back to some basic things like, you know, McDonald's owners don't spend all day long making French fries. Right. Good. But are right. they going to learn how to make the French fries? Probably. Yes, they, they are. They might even taste one right once in a while. Right. So <laughs> um, they, they are going they are going to do that. So, again, the, the how comprehensive the and I, and I just, me personally, I love that you guys call it pool school. Right. So I think yeah. that's that's, that's really fun. cool with with that. Um, sure. But talk about some of the other things support wise that you guys are doing for, for the, for the owners and a couple of things up on the screen, but there's so much more than this. So, um, and I, and again, I just, from my perspective, I've been blown away by how much you guys are doing. So really take, kind of take us through a little bit of that. Sure. So, um, you know, we talked briefly about pool school, obviously that's a, a two week course, one day off. It's kind of like boot camp for pools, if you will, it's mm -hmm. very intense and and uh, their, their sponges will be full by the time they leave. Additional support that, that's really important to know about any franchise, really. You know, we've got a franchise advisory council. Our peer-to-peer -peer, uh, uh, support is important. Every one of these franchisees that come to pool school is held by the hand by the trainer that they went to school with for an entire year. Wow. These are people who have forgotten more about pools than I know. They have built more pools, renovated, repaired, conditioned, and, and uh they're just two incredible guys. They're highly certified pool contractors as well as uh, certified pool operators. They're very, very um, seasoned and experienced. I think about 35 years of experience in the pool industry combined between the two okay. of them. 
Um, so <clears throat> that's that's probably the number one. And every franchisee I talk to say, these guys are why I'm successful today. Uh, because you're not going to learn everything in pool school. We're not going to uh, dance around about that. We know we can only cram so much into your brain in two right. weeks. But the ongoing support is the most important part. We also have, on a, on a, um, a peer-to-peer network, we've hired good, solid, professional franchisees that are highly successful to be your coaches as well. So as you graduate out of the the support staff uh, taking you on and and cradle to grave, right, your second year, you're going to be assigned a support advisor. And we've got a person who's a, a pool guy who can talk QuickBooks, who's a CPA, right? Nice. Uh, we've got seven people on staff who are franchise owners who coach, guide, and train you. That's a little bit different, a little different approach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, rather than some fellow who came from pizza and says he knows how to help you operate a, a pool franchise. That's just not the case. Right. Um, so that's what, what we'll provide. Well, we, you and I may, may know somebody that is coming from pizza that's uh, here in a couple of days. Uh, hopefully we'll be awarded a, a, a pool franchise and maybe five years from now, he will, he'll, he'll be that trusted advisor. But I, one of the oh, things I, that I, he absolutely will, I guarantee that that's, um, he's that guy. Incredible, without, incredible candidate, by the way, without, without question. Um, the, um, one of the, the pieces of the puzzle. So for anybody listening to this, maybe hasn't gone through this as we take our clients through and they start talking to franchisors like, like Roger and ASP, it's a six to eight week process. And you'll get to a point towards the end where you get to talk to existing franchise owners. Um, there are some franchises that are, may have a couple hundred franchise owners, but like, Hey, you only talk to these two or three because the rest of them like hate it. Right. Um, and then the ones that are incredibly transparent about it. Right. And then sometimes you don't know what you're going to get with the owners. The experience we've had with ASP, the, not only is that owner validation been just like through the roof, amazing, but how collaborative it is. Whereas we've had a couple of people now go through this and like every single owner has said, Hey, if you come on board, call me, call me if you need anything else. Uh, really, and again, from somebody who's been doing this for seven plus years, that's not always the case, man. And that speaks volumes about, again, the support and the culture you have. So again, it's not just the, the franchise or helping. You've got owners in every stage along the way in every part of the country that are going to go, hey, call me. What, what, what can I do for that? And I mean, that, kudos to you guys for that because that's fantastic. Thanks. That's, that's what we call the ASP family. Um, you know, one of the things that people coming out of, you know, military or career, they have a, a body and a network and a support structure, which um, they're afraid to leave at some points. Right. And, and what I can reassure them is that you're going to have that within your network, not only within your network, but within H- HQ, right. All the staff there. Right. So, um, you know, they're going to help you with things that you'd never dreamed of before shared resources. What did I do? Uh, poorly when I started that you can avoid and so forth. They're going to, they're going to help yeah. with those kind of things. And it's an ongoing coaching, guiding training. Yeah. And, and people can preach, you know, Hey, it's, it's family culture. It's, it's all these things. Well, we all have families like real life families that sometimes they, they suck at communicating with one another, right. Or they don't really <laughs> like one another. Right. Um, Never seen that happen. My sister's listening. Hi, Tara. Right. Oh. So, um, right. So it's it, the, those things happen. Same thing in the franchise franchise or standpoint. Right. But, yeah. but again, just been, been blown away by that. Um, yeah. One of the other things um, you, and, and I think it's called, correct me, but I think it's called Bimax. Right. Um, so it's like, I always get the question from people. Let's just swim pools. Why can't I do that myself? 
Well, you, you, you could, but some of the things we got up on the screen now, right? The, the scheduling, the vehicle tracking, the route optimization, some of the software things in place, some of the things from a you know website, SEO, um, but also that, that buying power of everything that you need to buy from an equipment perspective, you guys have that all packaged up and you're getting it for significantly less than maybe just me and you would like walk in and off the street. Um, mm-hmm. Talk about a little bit more some of those things as well to really help help a franchisee be successful? Sure. Well, you know, being large um, and, and so forth, we've got so many of our owners with so many trucks. Obviously, that's that's huge buying power when it comes to, for instance, negotiating a commercial lease. No, no resident can ever negotiate the truck leases that we get because we're buying or, or leasing thousands a year from these dealers. So we have um, diamond dealer level agreements and we do all the negotiating for you. You don't have to think through that. All the vendors are set up. Anything from gas cards to maintenance programs, if your fleet gets to be that big to need a maintenance program. And so far, some of our franchisees have had up to 60 trucks. So that's pretty significant. And some of our largest within the authority brands umbrella uh, in the trades uh, will have up to 200. So we've got some pretty incredible buying power with 10 brands and can't even count how many thousands of trucks that are involved in vans and so forth. So with that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be able to leverage that and say, look, we're, we're, we know what our franchise requires. The franchise is going to need, you know, this kind of uh, volume and, and they give us a deep discount further than anyone can really get because of the uh, contracts. And that's their sole job, that, that division of authority brands, that is their sole job is to negotiate everything, healthcare, gas cards, fuel, you name it, whatever it may be, um, uh, all the way down to vehicle insurance technology, even if you get to have big enough that you need a call center. They'll have technology right. packages, you name it. Which, in, and I don't want to go too far into this because I want to focus on ASP and, and maybe we can get um, one of the gang back from authority brands, but ASP has a parent company and this is not like super uncommon in franchising, mm-hmm. but something mm-hmm. as big and powerful as authority brands um, is the parent company. And there's 10, nine other besides ASP, right? Underneath that umbrella. So again, when it's, it's not just the, ASP owner that has seven vehicles, 10 vehicles, whatever. It's the, you know, Mr. Sparky dude that's got 25. What's the one down just south of, of where, where you are in Florida? Like that dude's got like 25, 30 vehicles all over the place, right? Keep going. Right. <laughs> he's got a lot more than that. <laughs> so he's, they're, they're, they're everywhere. And you've got all of right. those everywhere else. And, and so again, yeah. it's, it's always kind of kind of chuckle when somebody's like, well, couldn't I do it myself? Yeah, you could, yep. right? But what are the advantages? Um, you know, and again, you talk about the, the software to know where where's your technician, it, whatever moment, almost like Uber esque or things like um, just simply a website. How to optimize it? How how to, how to market all the different marketing things to make your phone ring? You guys have all of those things in place for the owner. So absolutely. Um, so there's, there's not much, like in some ways, it's almost like, well, what the heck does the owner do, right? Um, and I'm guessing one of the things you're really going to want them to do and kind of coach them on is uh, kind of that that networking in the community, um, really being kind of a, a like a you know, kind of fa- front facing individual, creating that awareness and anything, I think home service, there's so many different referral networks that you can, you can have back and forth. Um, how big is that for somebody as an owner? 
So, you know, we have incredibly effective marketing, our direct mail, because uh, we know where every pool in, in, in the area in which you would possibly acquire, if they're looking for a particular specific area, we know exactly the home address. So we utilize mailers because we go direct to the consumer. Right. Digital is great. And we're very powerful with digital. We've got all the, you don't have to worry about any of that. Your website set up, your Facebook set up. We do all that for you. We want to see you post locally and so forth and all like this. We'll coach to that, but that's kind of ancillary marketing, right? Um, boots on the ground uh, is not all that much, not a big percentage of their their daily lives, if you will. But we definitely do some of that, you know, whether it be door hangers, et cetera, some of the strategies and tactics that any company with grill marketing would would implement. Right. Um, you know, a day in the life of the owner might be a good subject to talk about. Um, when an owner gets to a point in in the three, four, five year zone, as I call it, that's where you should be having a really good time as an owner, right? You're not working in, you're working on the business at that point. Um, and a prime example is a, a highly, I won't say the name, but a very successful franchisee, uh, who his schedule is seven 30 to four 30 Monday through Thursday. And he's off at uh, seven, seven 30 to noon on Friday. And that's his life weekends off. This is a, a lifestyle business. And right. while a new owner shouldn't expect to have that easy schedule to start if they're serious and want to grow to that guy's success level, right? Cause the first two or three years, this guy went all to the wall and, and making sure that he did everything possible to grow his business. And now he's got a responsible GM in place that's really running the operation for him. And he's able to play and have fun, enjoy his wife and kids and, right. and um, live out the dream, the American dream, which is America's swimming pool company, right? For him. <laughs> it is. And it's the lifestyle, right? This is not that's a, right. this, this isn't, this isn't McDonald's that might be open. No, this is horrible. Right? Every day. This, this I, is right? a ter terrible environment behind me, you know? Right. And it's, you, again, you're not going to people's houses. It's eight o'clock at night to clean the pool, right? That's There's right. rarely going to be an emergency, right? right. With, with, with this, right? Um, right? So you've got all this. And so you've got all of, we've got multiple revenue streams, right? Mm -hmm. the, some of the main ones are recur either recurring or really big ticket, right? So we're, we're good on either side of that. Um, we could have home office or really small, very, very low overhead, um, mm -hmm. easy to kind of train your staff and, and build, build this up. So you got all these amazing things. Um, what's this look like from, like from a high level, looking at what an investment might be? Sure. So, um, it can range anywhere from about 84 to $200,000. Um, if you're a veteran, it can be less than that, uh, cause you'll get a veteran's discount. Uh, that's something we do honor. We love our veterans. It's America's swimming pool company after all. So we're kind of red, white, and blue here. Love our, our, uh, patriotic veterans. So we take care of them and give you a 30% discount. We, we are happy to help our veterans and we want them in our system because they know operational excellence. They know how to flawlessly execute when we give them a plan. So uh, welcome and encourage them to come. So, uh, you know, it, it really is going to depend upon where they want to be. Do they want to be a single owner operator to start? Or is that guy with four or five trucks coming in with a big vision? Um, we let you pick and choose. This is not, uh, uh, you know, a sub sub franchise for instance where if you don't use one scoop of mayonnaise you're not a franchisee here this is look if you like the maintenance part of this and i've got some owners who just want to do maintenance and repairs they don't want to do construction we're okay with that we're not going to force them to do anything if you just like construction you want to then maintain the ones i don't advise it because i think it's important to have a balanced portfolio and in, in particular that's how we look at those five revenue streams so we'll we'll coach to that um but uh, they can kind of pick and choose what they really want to do. So if they fall in love with one particular uh, fashion or two or three out of the five, we're good with it. So long as they're happy with their income. I've had, right. you know, folks come up to me and say, you know, Roger, I'm 
really, really good with four or five trucks at this point. That's all the income I need at this point in my life. And I'm happy. And, and I, of course, for their sake and for ours, I want to see their growth and so forth, but they're happy. And why would you ever, um, kick a good franchise out of business? You don't, you just let them go and have, you know, if that's where you're happy, that's great. I'm going to encourage you, inspire you. But if that's where you're happy now, the ones that are like, look, I want more, more, more. I'm a fan of, if you're not growing, you're, you're shrinking. Um, so I encourage all of our franchisees to always think about next year and how just a little bit of growth can possibly occur. And who doesn't yeah. want to see their income grow? I don't know. I, right. But it, but it's, it's, I think it's, it's kind of one of the hidden things with franchise. And we did a podcast episode not too long ago, and I always call it the floor. You control the floor, you control the ceiling and you don't do that as an employee. Right. Where we just, you know, we we're just rolled into January, right. In December, all those employees, let's have our year in blah, blah, blah. You know, right. hey Roger, you did a great job this year. And meanwhile, you're as the employer thinking, yeah, I'm 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 good right where I am. And they're like, now we need to increase by 20%, right? Um, which means more time and all this. <laughs> if you as a franchise owner, if you finished 2021 and you are really comfortable with the time you're spending, the money you're making, you can nobody's gonna hound you about, hey, we need nope. 20% more. Now, if you go back to the franchise and go, yeah, that was good. How do I increase 20%? Now we've got all of those things in place. And again, just goes back to that control. Uh, yeah, we want money, but, right. but more, more than anything, and I'm sure the same for you, like people want the lifestyle and happiness control over that. And oh my, yeah. is this, this is a lifestyle business. And, and, and so, no, so cool. And I, I, I know you're super busy because so many people are, are excited about this as well. Uh, but I want to be respectful of your time. And I thank you so much. I got one more question I want to fire at you. And, and part sure. of this is um, probably this other thing that comes up from a lifestyle perspective with you guys. So is there anything else you would want us to know about ASP that maybe we haven't already talked about? Well, sure. It's kind of interesting. We actually, uh, when it first started, it was going to be a retail model. Um, and there was plans for that retail model. And there's a few segment competitors out there who, who do the retail thing. And when it uh, came to it, when we launched big time into franchising, the economy had uh, been hurt quite significantly in the 08 time period. And that really didn't work out well for the retail. Um, so with that being said, it's remained home-based and or uh, that mixed use. And we, we cut the overhead of that expensive retail location. Right. That was very problematic because rent doesn't stop just because the economy does. You still have to pay your rent or you're out of business, right? Uh, employees, all that payroll going on and insurance and so forth. So that's where, um, while we have the ability to do that, and we have a few of our locations who do have small retail, but not Chotskis. We don't want to compete against Amazon. We can't. Right. Nobody can. So we're not going to get into that business. We're going to go into essential businesses, which is what we are, right? During the pandemic, zero shutdowns for us. We are essential. Pools don't clean themselves. They had to be done. Right. Um, and so uh, we have been thriving in the last two years, which I hate to say other businesses that haven't, um, right. but uh, this has been a tremendous run for us. And quite frankly, you know, if it's uh, if you're a tenacious person that really has the ability to get, get uh, that level of energy up to make this business happen for, you know, a two to three year grind, you're going to be very pleased at where you end up if you work hard. Yeah, without question. Um, yep. Yeah, and just the, just how many the pools don't clean themselves, but how many people decided over the last two years that they wanted a pool, right? Or all, all of those type of things that you're adding in. Um, so one of the things, I totally lied. I have one other question for you. Um, okay. you, you. You and I live in 
nice warm weather states of Arizona and Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Can can these things only be in warm weather? Oh my gosh, it's it's seasonal, perhaps in some other places, right? And and, and that word seasonality sometimes comes off. People think that's a negative, um, but maybe give us just a little little taste of 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 that. You're you're all over the country with with these locations. Um, how does how does the weather affect this? Right. Well, most people don't swim in their pools in the winter. That's what I know. Right. I don't like to get into it when it's cool down here in Florida, but what I can tell you is that uh, um, Florida, from the rate that we get, because of the size of our pools are very small, right? And they're open 12 months all year round. So everybody thinks, well, that's a seasonal business, right? Or, you know, the headquarters in Georgia, kind of the same thing. But wait a minute, they shut down pools in, in Georgia, and that's where it all started. Right. So it's a what we call a shutdown climate, right? They close pools in October in Georgia, and they, they open it back up in April, May. Um, so we have just awarded uh, in New York. We're we're looking at Michigan right now. If there's a pool, it yep. needs service. Number one. Number two is that the dollar amount that you get for a northern pool is so far greater than a Florida pool. Yep. You can be doing half of the pools because they're larger. They need more chemicals, and there's a short season. You'll do half of the pools for half of the year with the same revenue. Yep. So there's additional revenue streams too for our northern. Uh, brethren, as we call them, where you actually obtain opening uh, pool opening season fees as well as winterizing fees, and all your construction is in in the winter time. Or go fishing or hunting, like some of our franchisees honestly do. I have one guy who said, "I got a cabin in the mountains, and that's what my winter is going to be like." And I said, "God bless you. Go ahead." Yeah, in in some ways, that that seasonality, okay, in, enjoy maybe a little slower time, but they're still Absolutely. they're still they're still marketing. They're still and again, the what. I pay in my last house in Gilbert, Arizona for the pool was paying $75 a month for that, Mm -hmm. right? What's going right in the North, right? Maybe four or $500 a month, right? Just that's right. Again, just totally different thing. So that does come up, but like I, it really, not only is it not a bad thing, like I think many people look at that and go, oh, that's right. And, And again, if you can make, in, in maybe seven months in a northern state, you can make the same as you're making in Florida in 12 months. Like that ain't bad either, right? Yeah. So, well, uh, so some of our northern ones will make the same as a southern one in maintenance in five months. <laughs> so it's it's phenomenal, you know. Yeah. And again, what do you do with the rest of the year? And we have we have suggestions and ideas, not just taking vacations, of course, but um, surprisingly <laughs> enough, and that's good. That's good too. It's lifestyle, right? What do you want? Yeah. Um, and so one of the things that I think that has been surprising for us as a franchise with our northern locations is how busy they stay late into the fall with renovations and repairs, which was kind of surprising to us. But you think about it, we've already drained the pool. We can mm-hmm. do the work. It's a little chilly out, but people right. up north, they still they still do these things. It's not right. like Florida where, you know, 65 right. degrees, we're putting on a sweater. Right? Yeah. They're looking yeah, at they're, us laughing. They're, 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 right. They're, yeah, exactly. Right. It's the only time right, you right. can, you, you, you go somewhere we were at uh, right before, right before Christmas, we were at universal for a day with, with our kids and you just look around and you see who's from the North and who's, <laughs> who's from the South. Right. It right. was maybe like right. in the sixties and I'm in jeans and a, and a jacket right. and here's somebody over here with, you know, shorts and a t-shirt on and meanwhile right. i'm still a little i'm still a little chilly with the jacket so <laughs> um we get soft down here in the south and it doesn't it's just not the case up there we sure do we sure do but we we love we love our <laughs> franchisees soft. whether they're you know so so you know there's a difference there too which is you know you've got a 12-month operating business in the south and you know five to seven months up north 
Yep. So it's really a determination. I'm like, what do I want to be when I grow up? You know, can I do something else during the winter right. uh, that uh, complements this business? And we have some solutions for people there as well. Right. Um, awesome. Roger, man, thank you so much for, uh, for, for joining us today. I appreciate your time and, and talking with us uh, all about America's Swimming Pool Company. So thanks so much for joining us. Well, it's just been all mine. You're great host. Thanks so much, Tim. You are welcome, my friend. And thanks for everybody else for joining us um, and getting educated about America's Swimming Pool Company. Um, if you'd like to learn more about becoming a franchise owner, whether it's for ASP or any of the 500 plus franchisors we are partnered with, uh, let's schedule a brief introductory call. Uh, find us online at francoach.net, any of the social media sites out there. And then of course, for our podcast listeners, uh, tune in everywhere as well. Uh, we're on about 15, if you can find a podcast platform, I guarantee you we're there. Check us out there so you don't miss any amazing episodes. Um, thanks again, everyone. And again, want to learn more about this, please reach out to us. There's never any fee for our service. So we encourage you to take that first step today to help create your better tomorrow. Thanks, everyone. Stay safe. And we hope to talk soon. Thanks for listening to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast, where our ultimate goal is to help educate you on all things franchising so you can create your better tomorrow.